This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. Martin Luther King III calls on Senate to act on voting rights. Texas hostages had welcomed their captor into synagogue. And extreme weather whips East Coast US. It's Tuesday, January 18, 2022. I'm Anthony Davis. Martin Luther King Jr.'s eldest son has condemned federal lawmakers over their inaction a day before the U.S. Senate was expected to take up significant legislation on voting rights that is likely to fail. Speaking in Washington, D.C. on Monday, he said that whilst marking the federal holiday named for his father, he wasn't there to celebrate. He was there to call on Congress and Joe Biden to pass the sweeping legislation that would help ease Republican-led voting restrictions passed in at least 19 states that make it more difficult to cast a ballot. Our democracy stands on the brink of serious trouble without these bills, he said. Monday's holiday marked what would have been the 93rd birthday of Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., who was just 39 when he was assassinated in 1968 while helping sanitation workers strike for better pay and workplace safety in Memphis, Tennessee. President Joe Biden said Americans must commit to King's unfinished work, delivering jobs and justice and protecting the sacred right to vote, a right from which all other rights flow. Democrats had hoped to vote on the legislation yesterday in a show of respect for the late civil rights leader as the issue gathered political steam late last year and peaked with a powerful blunt speech last week by Biden, who likened the January 6 violence and election subversion of today with the civil rights struggles fought by King and others. But it comes too late for many civil rights leaders. Senate Republicans remain unified in opposition to the Democrats' voting bills, and it looks as if there is no way through for the legislation to protect the right to vote. Members of a Texas synagogue invited a stranger in after he knocked on their door and offered him tea before he brandished a gun and held them hostage in a 10-hour siege the FBI called a terrorism-related matter in which the Jewish community was targeted. Rabbi Charlie Citron Walker, who was among the four congregants taken captive on Saturday, said on Monday that he and others managed to escape after he threw a chair at the hostage-taker and then rushed for an exit. The FBI identified the man as Malik Faisal Akram, a 44-year-old British citizen. When I took him in, I stayed with him, the rabbi said. Making tea was an opportunity for me to talk to him, and in that moment, I didn't hear anything suspicious. Some of his story didn't quite add up, so I was a little bit curious, but that's not necessarily an uncommon thing, the rabbi said. The rabbi returned to prayer, after which he said he heard a click, and it could have been anything, but it turned out to be his gun. 
It's reported that the suspect was able to buy a pistol on the streets of Texas. One hostage was released unharmed after six hours of tense negotiations, aided by the suspect's family. The incident ended in gunfire, with the suspect dead as members of an FBI hostage rescue team raided the synagogue. The rabbi at Congregation Beth Israel in Colleyville, west of Dallas, Texas, said he drew on hostage training from the FBI to determine when to try to escape. Police in England said they've detained two teenagers for questioning in connection with the case. The Anti-Defamation League said hate crimes targeting the U.S. Jewish community constitute over half of all religion-based crimes nationwide. As the climate crisis evolves before our very eyes, a winter storm brought significant snowfall, strong thunderstorms and blustery winds to the northeastern US yesterday. The storm system dropped a foot or more of snow in parts of New York State, Ohio and Pennsylvania on Sunday night through Monday morning, after pummeling parts of the southeast on Sunday. Forecasters in Buffalo, New York, said almost 18 inches of snow fell by 1 p.m. on Monday. The city advised people not to travel if they didn't need to on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, while some surrounding towns instituted a travel ban. Weather Service meteorologist Alexa Main said 15 inches or more of snow was reported in Cleveland, Ohio, and 25 inches in parts of Ashtabula County in the northeastern corner of the state. Power outages affected tens of thousands of customers in the Northeast, and hundreds of flights were cancelled. Many COVID-19 vaccination and testing sites had to close down. Forecasters said wind gusts in New York City could top out around 45 miles an hour and around 60 miles an hour on Long Island. Sleet and rain were the main threats for much of Massachusetts, Connecticut and Rhode Island. Periods of snowfall transitioned to rain overnight. Meteorologists in Boston said wind gusts could reach 70 miles an hour there. The howling winds spread a fire that destroyed a motel and two other structures in coastal Salisbury, Massachusetts early Monday. Severe thunderstorms in Florida spun up a tornado with 118 mile an hour winds, destroying 30 mobile homes and seriously damaging 51 more. Despite this, the governor of Florida continues to reject climate change science. Governor Ron DeSantis is quoted as saying global warming concerns involve left-wing stuff. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II. 
And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.